Hi, it's Jasmine. You know, that girl who did you know what way before the internet ever existed. Join me and my special guest every week as we talk about anything and everything because nothing is too taboo. So punch your ticket and get on board the crazy train with me, Jasmine St. Clair. All aboard! You know what day of the week it is and what time it is. It's time for a new episode of Crazy Train with moi. This week's guest is someone who I didn't know was a huge, huge fan. And we had so much in common. She was a lot of fun to talk to. Um, the conversation went slightly off the rails because like, there are some controversial things, you know, talked about in this episode, such as the gentleman friends, her, uh, you know, intro into the adult film business and so forth. Um, you know, scamming and jamming, which you'll later on learn what that is, but stay tuned. And here is Miss Ava Divine. So happy you're here. Dude, what size boobs do you have? Like, what's the real size? Okay, well, I, I know the CCs. I don't know the exact, the oh cup God, size. Oh my God, let me just this for a second. I gotta stop for a second. That's okay. I, 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 I thought it's like this. Okay. What happened to your photo? Okay. Okay. You're here. I'm so excited. Yes. We can shimmy. Oh yes, my God. shimmy, baby. <laughs> That's it. What size are your boobs? <laughs> okay. So I know the CCs. I don't know the cup size technically because I fit into many different bras, but I'm a tw I'm 2680 CCs. Yes. And of course, I want to go bigger, but uh, yeah. But I think I'm like a 38 triple H. Yeah. And, and I like to, I mean, I could be a 36, but I, I don't like my bras that tight. The, the band, you know, I like a little wiggle room. So I would say, I would say 38 triple H. 38, but we don't call it wiggle room. We're going to call it shimmy room. Cause I finally learned. Shimmy, oh yes. I like that. Shimmy, shimmy, room, shimmy Jasmine. What is it like going in the street or to the beach? I just like, I really, I have, I've never asked girls this before who came yeah. to the club I was dancing at years and years ago. And you had like Minka, girls yeah. like Kimberly Cups. You can't yeah, ask them or peak. What yeah. happens to you in the, like to the, at the beach besides people staring? I mean, yes. Well, people do stare. Some are rude. Some are, you know, kind, some giggle, you know, it, it, for me, I feel like any attention is positive attention. So whatever, you know, and the good news is I can't really see that far away. I'm nearsighted, so I, which helps. And usually I'm in my own bubble, so I don't really care, but I don't mind. And of course they're going to look and you know what? That's what they're intended to do. That's why I got them so big. You know, I want people to look, I want the attention. Yeah, and nothing is wrong with that. I just think no. it's funny when you have these younger girls that are like saying things about implants. It's like, bitch, yeah. you know nothing about this. Yeah. And I think it's affected our younger men today because they don't like implants for some reason. Or at well, least the I, ones I talk what, to don't like them. Yeah, well, well, see, for me, my, since I'm so uh, 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 enhanced, my butt and my breasts, I, I get a lot of fans that, are very positive about enhancements 
So I do get the crowd that loves that, the fan base that loves that. But I do see, you know, some fans that they, they don't like it. They they think it's abnormal. They think it's too much or, you know, they, or they just want natural, whatever. Yeah. But different strokes for different folks, right? Dude, natural is boring. Um, oh, so boring. It's so easy to be natural. <laughs> everyone's natural. I mean, I had my boobs reduced. Oh, um, did you? Yeah, it's 36 double D. Now I'm like down to a 36 C. Okay. It's bigger because I'm like 108 pounds, but yes. um, that's the whole point. You want your butt bigger than your poops. I don't know if that's yeah. possible with you though, because if you keep yes. getting bigger, yeah. Yeah. So I want to go bigger again. <laughs> Do you? That's, the, I, I welcome it. I think that's great, but you are gorgeous regardless. So, so are you. And Thank I think you. it's so cool. You're from Long Island. What part of Long Island are you from? Suffolk County Quorum. Which are you? Which uh, it, it's called Quorum. It's by Port Jefferson or Smith. Oh. Yeah, it's over there, way over there. But you know, I, 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 you're from New York as well. You, you went to you. I think you graduated from some school in Brooklyn. Is that correct? Uh, okay, I went to um, grade school and high school at Brooklyn Friends School, and I was at the Lycée Français before that Montessori school. Then I graduated from Columbia University. Good for you. Now I know Port Jeff and I know Smithtown. Yeah. My good yes. friend lives in Smithtown. I love it. It's like a small town with like American flags everywhere and just a farmer's market. Yes. Cute guys, motorcycles. Oh, totally. Yes. Well, for me, when I was living there, it was a lot of IROCs and hot men. Oh, the Guidos <laughs> were outside? Yeah, Guidos oh, everywhere. Oh my God. I love Guidos. <laughs> oh, of course. I love it. Oh my God. So that let me, they're probably like all over you because they always like the dark featured girl. Sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, but yeah. That's so interesting. Now, growing up, not that we've really grown up, have we? Yeah. What did you want to <laughs> do with yourself when you grew up? Like, what were your initial goals? Well, believe it or not, I was like, when I remember I was like five years old or something, and my cousin said, what would you like to be when you get older? And I said, what's the sexiest thing you could be? I don't know where I picked that up, where I learned it. And they were like a Playboy model, a Playboy bunny. And I said, that's what I want to be. But I went a little bit further than that. And I did hardcore porn and escort. And I did everything that you could possibly do in the sex industry. And There's I love it. With that. Yeah, nothing's wrong with that. because No, I'm totally like, made for it, Playboy. yeah. Playboy, I mean, it's like Playboy is Playboy. That was soft. But yeah. wait, did you see, were you watching porn? Not when I was five, but I would see, I'd watch a lot of soap operas. And I, I think I saw like a lot of uh, bikini models and, and, you know, back in the seventies, eighties, it was a lot of um, uh, bikini models and a lot like beer commercials and everything was like very uh, sexualized and everything was a lot of tits and ass. And I, I was drawn to that. So I, I I just looked up to all the beautiful women. That's so weird. I wanted to be a Bud Light girl. I wanted to be in penthouse when yes. I was a kid. See what I mean? It's something in the yes. air. And that you, wait, when's your birthday? What, what what's what day is your birthday? Okay, it's January twenty second. Okay, now I'm October twenty third. I was thinking maybe it's an astrological yeah. thing. <laughs> That's so wild. So. I gotta get into this. Like I, I know we talked about it before. 
escorting. So not many people know this. I worked as a high-end escort girl briefly, but very, very under the radar. Yes. And I got fired. I wasn't uh. doing my job. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I was meeting with the person, right? Which is fine. Yeah. I'll meet with you. You could talk to me, you know, but doesn't mean I'm going to do anything. And yeah. I put something, well, someone... Um, what's what year is it now? Oh yeah, statute of limitations are gone. So this guy, this jackass, was in Irvine at the Marriott with me, and uh, I put something in his drink just so he'd go to sleep and just stop touching me and like stop bothering me. Then I left him in his room, so he was sleeping. I um, I you know, I he already gave me money. Yeah. I called his wife though. You're kidding me, Jasmine. Because she kept calling his phone. I had to answer it. Okay, let's hear this. I I'm like, hear yeah. She's like, who's this? I said, I don't know. Who's this? Well, I'm his wife. Okay. I said, well, you might want to come pick your husband up. Where is he? <laughs> uh, we're at the Marriott in Irvine. Well, what's he doing now with you? Well, I don't know. Why don't you ask him yourself? And I hung up. So he stopped calling me, really. So it's like to be outside with a buffoon fucking... A buffoon with that you need five harpoons for is embarrassing. God. Ugh. Oh, see, that's hilarious. I actually loved it. Oh, God. yeah, I'm so nuts, Jasmine. I would like walk hand in hand with whoever, however old. I loved. I loved all my clients. I loved escorting. I loved seeing them. I loved because you know I was super, super horny always, all my life. And I love, like a lot of my girlfriends years ago, they, it would call, it was called scam and jam and they would take the money and they would run out of the room with it. And I was like, why are we doing this? Cause I'd have to do it. Cause they would leave me there, you know? So I, I'd have to follow that, like run away with them. And I said, I asked my girlfriend, I said, wait, I'm like, why don't we just get these guys off? And she's like, I don't know. And I'm like, okay, from now on, let's do that. Because we'd always go as, as a couple, as, as a pair, because she was a blonde, I was a brunette Asian. So we would always, the escort service would always send us that way. And ever since then, it was just like so much fun. That's kind of cute. Like I made friends with one guy. He's dead now, not because of me, by the yeah. way. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he, like, we were maintained friendships. It's like, I'm still friends with a couple of these guys. One is this big time real estate mogul in New York City, but he was actually really hot. Ah, so we ended up doing it. it. Oh good. my God. He good Jasmine. Right. Yeah. Finally, good Jasmine. <laughs> he had such a huge cock, but he was like the ideal boyfriend, right? Like he's cool. The other one, we were just friends. Like we, he taught me so much about wine tasting. Other one taught me about real estate, but. That's like the way those, I don't know what, actually I should message him and see how he's doing, but I would never do it. Do now. it. Message huh? him. Say hello. Yeah. Check in. That'd be nice. Yeah. With the dead guy? No. Um, no. <laughs> well, you could try. <laughs> well, I actually, I promised him one thing and that was the odd conversation. I always promised him I would write a letter of recommendation to Columbia University for his daughter. He was dead already. So it's like, how could I met her many times? And so how do I present this? So I reached out to her on Facebook. She remembered me. I'm like, do you still need a letter? Well, yeah, that'd be wonderful. We just can't tell my mom. So I just like let her, well, were you one of his girlfriends? I'm like, dum, dum, dum. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. yeah. But it's, I think it's, I mean, do you think it's more of an emotional thing for these men or do you think it's more, um, 
you know, a physical thing or both? Well, honestly, I think it's more of a mental thing. Like, like I've always said, I feel like sex is like, I would say 90% of mental, mental stimulation, because it's like, um, like for me, I feel like anyone can bounce on a dick, you know, anyone could jerk a cock off, but it's like, I want to go there with you. I want to have this like connection where you can drop your inhibitions and you and I are like right there together. And I want to understand what makes you tick. I want to understand what makes you excited. I want to understand what you like. Even like if you're uncomfortable admitting to it, I want you to open up. And I feel like that for me is like sexual chemistry and hot and and exciting is like fucking you mentally. I just love that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds, you know what? It sounds easier than said people. So guys out there thinking that, you know, well, she likes to fuck with you mentally in a good way. I do it yeah. in a very evil way. It's two different ways we <laughs> do it. That's hilarious. That's okay. It's fun, but that's a scam and jam. Is that yeah. what I was doing basically? Well, this a scam, I don't I don't know if because you hung out with them. Like the, the point was. This is what the girls would do. Um, we would get the, they would get the money, and they would say, "Okay, I'm going to use the restroom to go change, undress, and then they would take off." Are you kidding me? You're supposed to give the guy Nyquil or some shit. Like, ah. what is it with these girls? You put Nyquil in the drink, okay? And that's, <laughs> that's so it. bad, dude. There's so many things. There's this one guy who is like. 80 fucking years old nothing ever happened of course then he thought he had some serious like exotic uh imagination and thoughts in his brain oh well you know i got i got the needles i got the bathroom right here if you could you help me i'm like sure no problem i'm looking for bacteria sat water at that point because i yeah. knew enough about it i'm like let me just put it back i just emptied i just drained everything of the treatment out into the sink and yeah. just refilled it back all with bacteria sat no so you were trying to he wanted you to inject his dick is that correct um yeah but it didn't work obviously with water yeah <laughs> well i'm afraid of needles i told him i said okay. then yeah. like i kept like doing stuff to fucking with the clock and i'm like the worst i'm the worst oh, whore God, you, i gotta <laughs> say the word i'm the i'm a bad whore who deserves a spanking for being a bad girl i'm a really very bad escort yeah did you have you're your own agency huh um yeah i had i I said you're great i said um i did have some agencies i did independently and uh, so it was a little bit of combination i think it should be legalized because guys are going to get it anywhere as long as you have like the testing done yeah maybe just me i think it should be legal anywhere that people go because it's just it makes it a lot safer it does. It really does. Yeah. I mean, I'm not really sure what my opinion is on that. I mean, there's pros and cons to each. It's like, I don't know. Um, I, I do feel there's more pros because then no one's under the radar or any, nobody can really do anything scandalous to you, you know, or, or, or scary. So like, like some clients I've heard rob a few of my girlfriends, you know, like, yeah, they, they would, knock on she would knock on the uh they would knock on her door in her hotel room and they'd have friends waiting outside and you know oh yeah my God, so, that's horrible yeah so they're there so that's like the con of it not being legal 
is that it could be dangerous. Yeah, I guess it's just vetting them because the person I worked for had like a way to run a background check. Yes. And then you see who you're dealing with. But I do yeah. remember poking, like put, open up the keychain, the keyhole and just looking outside. I'm like, no, I call. <laughs> I'm so like, bad. dude, you were so bad. Yeah. See, for me, it's so, me? well, you know what? I'm so weird, Jasmine. I think everyone's hot. Like I don't, I could find beauty in anything and anyone. It's crazy. Like, I don't know. I'm just something sparks in me. And I'm like, God, that person, it could be their lashes. It could be their lips. It could be the way they speak. It could be all the, yeah. So I'm like, I, I think I make a really great horror. I like the lashes. I don't know what makes a man's lashes attractive. You have uh, beautiful lashes. No, they're false, but thank you. But, but who cares, right? <laughs> they're so with, well, yeah, they're gorgeous. I mean, you're gorgeous. But with escorting, it's private. Like, you don't have cameras on or anything like that. So Very you're true. in this whole world of, you know, making gentlemen friends, as I call them. I call yes. them at this age of diabetic friends. Yeah. <laughs> Where did you get that term from? Tell me. Because they're sugar daddies. Ah, you're hilarious. They're, they're diabetic it. friends. So if I ever tell a friend of mine, hey, I'm making my rounds. Uh, I'm seeing diabetic friends today. These are the much older ones that I knew from a while ago that still take me to lunch or dinner now and again. Nothing ever goes on. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, bless their souls. I'm not going to like drug them now. They're, yeah. they're probably die or something. That's my yeah. fault. So, or give them a bunch of sugar or just like give them a bunch of booze or something. Well, maybe, but um, yeah, so- you got to see that movie, The Hustler, with J Jennifer Lopez. I don't like her. You don't really? like her? Well, I never did. I liked her in Made in Manhattan. What, what, what is it with that movie? Okay. Well, the movie is, is a true story. It's about her and her girlfriends that worked at a strip club that would drug the clients and get money from them. They would, like, steal their credit card, though, and, like, take money out. But yeah, so but but it was like many years ago in New York at a strip club. I, I'm not I'm not sure what the strip club was, but yeah, it's a great movie. Cardi B's in it. J Lo did a great job. It's yeah, it's pretty. You just watch it just for the sake of it, for the story. I lived it. I don't think we have. Yeah, here's what we yes. used to do. So what we would do is say the guy was really fucked up, like really messed up. We'd go into the champagne room, the private lounge. So there's this white slip you have to sign, not the credit card slip, but just one authorizing yeah. over a thousand dollars. So this is, I think this has basically saved me a spot in hell. I would lift up the guy's arm with the pen. I'd be like, come on, baby, just sign it. And just sign and sign and sign. And then that's it. Then it's signed. Uh, we weren't, I wasn't doing the credit card thing, but that's how we'd sign it. Oh, it's time yeah. to tip. Come on, give her a thousand dollars. Give the champagne hostess 500. Um, yeah, so- well, you are irresistible. It was cute, kind yes. of. They, so, of course, they loved you, of course. They were like, whatever you say. <laughs> they're drunk. You know, the whole key is to get the customer drunk, girls. Any ladies listening out there, because I know you do, <laughs> get the guy drunk. When you get the drink from the champagne hostess, make sure you have a keyword ahead of time, like for a Smurf. <laughs> that's, that's a drink. A keyword. Um, yeah, it's blue. Uh, but you always make sure you get the on the less alcohol or a non-alcoholic beverage, but never tell the guy. They got to think they're having um, a good time. Even if you have to smash up Tylenol in a napkin and tell them it's cocaine, just do it. Uh, it's Jasmine Hustle 101. So 
why would you have gotten into porn if you have like that whole privacy there, right? What made you decide to do porn? Okay, well, this is what happened, Jasmine. Okay, so I had a client and I was seeing him and um, he said, you know what? He flew in from Vegas and I was like, okay, let's see each other again tomorrow. It was like a Friday that day. And then he's like, oh, it's Saturday. I'm going to see a porn star. And he's like, I can't see you. I'm going to see a porn star. And I'm like, what? I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, who are you going to see? And he gave me some name. And I was like, so I was like, so you're not going to see me tomorrow. He's like, no, I'm going to see this porn star. And he was all excited. So I was like, whatever. So I looked her up because I was being nosy. And she did, she charged like double or triple what I charged him. She did bareback blowjob, which I did not. She did everything like she did nothing. And I was like doing everything for like half or triple less than she did. So I got so pissed and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do some porn. I'm going to throw a few uh, titles under my belt, under my name, and I'm going to charge all this friggin' money. And, you know, so it was kind of like a business move. And then when I got into it, I had so much fun, as you know, that I was like, all right, I'm just going to hang out here and ride it out, literally and figuratively. So so I just had so much fun. In it. And then I, I, I reaped so many rewards from it, from the being a, um, in the adult entertainment, in, in the adult porn business. I um, made a, had a better clientele of, of clients. And I just had so much fun. I met great friends, great parties, great sex, great times. So that, that's how, that's what happened. Yeah, it was fun back then too. I think we're dealing with an era where we had a fun avian. We had the fun shows. We had the glam and glitz. And what do you think were your more favorite moments back then during the, I, I would say like the golden-ish era? Yeah. Well, I would say that I really enjoyed doing gonzo. I enjoyed going to set and just fucking, you know, like uh, now, which is fun too, but there's a lot of like uh, dialogue and and a, a, a lot of lines and, you know, it's, yeah, it was just, and then I don't know, like back then it was just a wild party for me. I, it was just fun. Who did you work for back then? Like that I would might remember, like who is your favorite director or three favorite directors? Okay. I loved Devils devil's production i okay. always had fun with them i loved um devil's films that was my favorite i love jason i love uh oh god what's his name mike something mike he loved big boobs mike kovac or kovac i don't remember but um uh uh what's his name skeeter i loved oh. him Okay. Yeah, I, I yeah, I loved I loved them all back then. It was like wild and intense. Yeah. Who did who did you like working for? You worked for bigger companies like Vivid and No, I don't do Vivid. I started off like see when I read your I read very little about my guests because I like to just know them. Like let's say I ran into you at the store or whatever. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I think like. Okay, so when I walked into the business, I had no idea that I was going to be like, I worked for John T-Bone at Metro Home Video, and he was- Okay, Metro, I, I yeah. Was doing, yeah, I was doing porn in the era of shop culture. That's yes. how I was born and I was bred. This Jasmine thing was from that era that created it in a way. Um, 
he made me into the world's a very infamous porn star without doing one porn film because like, I'm talking about that stupid gangbang. Right. Which was funny, by the way. Uh, then the first scene I ever did was a DP scene with these knuckleheads. That You always call the male performers knuckleheads. And I think you have to like suck them and try to help them get hard sometimes off camera. And I wasn't doing that. I'm like, go get yourself fucking hard. Don't tell me to get you hard. I, I had nail appointments. I had um, dates with real people from real life. Yeah. I had, I, I just moved to California, you know? So I think like it was, I liked working for John T-Bone at first, but I'll say my favorite person was Rob Black because we did the most outrageous porn. My favorite movie would be one called Acid Sex because I was fucking myself with a crucifix. And love Tom Byron it. was fun to have sex with back then. <laughs> I love it. It's good for you. It was you know, cute. Huh? No, I was going to say, you know, I'm like totally um, starstruck because I loved you since I saw you on Howard Stern. And yes, no, don't be, don't laugh or be embarrassed. It was awesome. And ever since then, I was so drawn to you. And then you did that gangbang. And I was like, oh my God, that's my girl. And I was just like, so enamored. I loved it. Thank you. I yes. hope you just don't do a gangbang. You know what? I, I've done gangbangs, but not, not the, the, like a 300 or more man gangbang. Yeah. Yeah. You okay, get what, what, what didn't you like about it? Why'd you say that? Oh, you don't well, because I kept talking about it and I didn't think it was really going to happen. That's yeah. why I think it's the reality of it. And a lot of those guys look like they got out of the county jail and not like <laughs> hot guys. Hot guys yeah. are usually locked up in the penitentiary, like in maximum security and shit. Um, and then you had some guys that look like they're from an asylum. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I'm just like sitting there. I'm like, I hope they get into a fight or something. Or like, maybe it'll be an earthquake or something like that will happen. And then, poof. I mean, I was I wasn't the most pleasant person to be around that day, but it was I, I didn't really do all the work. You had fluffers there. Yeah. The fluffers were hot. Like they got five hundred dollars a day, like for the whole day. One of them said she was buying baby diapers and a color TV. Uh. Um they were interesting. I I've seen a couple of the guys to this day, like here and again at wrestling shows. They put on weight and shit, man. Like they don't look, they weren't cute anymore. It was really sad. Uh. But yeah, um, it was a fun time. Would I do it again? Um, not now, but yeah, I would, I would have yeah. done another. I don't think I would. I think I just did it and that's it. Then I went on to other things. But it was, well, it was that's cute. okay. Yeah. That, that's it was like fun. Epic. Yeah. That's great. What was your first scene like and who was it with? Okay. My first scene, I think think I can't recall if it was with Britney Starr in Vegas this this uh Britney Starr she got um her husband at the time and his friend and they DP'd me and they um yeah I was like in hog heaven I loved it I had a great time and she's so funny she pulled me aside and she's like my husband's dick is small you can handle two dicks in your calls I'm like okay <laughs> I was just like all right whatever and um it was it was a great scene um it was a long day it was you know because she I didn't know better so she was getting her money's worth with all my craziness and doing everything right out of the gate so I think that was my first scene and and then I did um for uh evil angel uh filthy first timers so I'm not sure which one was my first scene I can't remember with Mr. Chris I don't know if you know him but yeah it it was 
he's like a a thin guy with long hair. Well, anyway, we had fun and and it was a really good time. And and he was just blown away because I could not stop talking shit. I was just like, just, and I was so into it. He was just like, oh my God, this is your first time. But, you know, like I said, I've, I've always been in the sex industry since I was 18 and I, I got into porn late, like uh, 28 years old. So, so I had 10 years under my belt of experimenting and doing crazy stuff without cameras. And then, so when I joined, when I entered porn, I was like, this is a piece of cake. This is like my jam right here, you know? And I loved the camera. I had fun. So yeah, that was, that was it. That is so wild. I've never met a person that did escorting first and porn that actually became a big name, such as yourself. Well, thank and you. And so you are, and you, it's like, so you're so passionate about it, which is super important. What's your ethnic background? I'm Chinese and Italian. Do your parents know, or did your family ever find out? Uh, my mother did. My father did not. He passed away. So that's okay. No. Um. Yeah, he was, he was like 83 when he when he passed away but um yeah my mom knew you know I mean we were we we're like best friends so I tell her everything and you know she just wants me to be safe you know and safe and healthy you know so that but she said you know if you're having fun and, and you're safe and healthy then go for it and yeah so it's been it's been fun did your parents know um my dad passed away before I'm sorry uh, yeah, I think like it's the worst thing when a parent passes away. You know, it's the worst thing that could actually happen to a child, even like no matter how many years go by, no one really understands. Yes. Um, my mom, she kind of knows, but we don't talk about it. She knows I did a bunch of mainstream work, and a couple of times I was topless. One of my cousins said something. And, of course, it's always yeah, one of he's the not allowed to any parties. He's not allowed anywhere. Like if I see him, I'm gonna smash his knuckles. Yeah, that makes. I know sense. where he lives. Maybe I'll. I don't know if I'll. I, I don't know if I'll really smash them. Maybe, maybe not. But it's like, what were you doing watching the movie? Yes, exactly. Tell me what you were doing, you little bitch. Yeah. So, yeah, but I don't. We don't really. We I, we don't talk about it. She just talks about talks to me about the weather, what I'm doing. She likes the fact that I'm doing wrestling again. She doesn't know I have a podcast. My cousins know I have a podcast, though. My one cool cousin who, like, saw me on Jerry Springer and ratted me out. But yet, uh -huh. it's like, she talks to me still. Yeah. They're like hypocrites, right, family? Yeah, they can be. They can be. Or, or you know, I feel like they just don't understand, you know, and they're just, like, kind of freaked out or, or kind of like, it's kind of like a car crash. They're like, don't want to look but they can't stop looking you know it's like kind of like that yeah now you were going to ABN awards back in the day when I say yes. back in the day I mean like when they were actual award shows and fun have you yeah. been to any recently and what do you think is the big difference no I have not been to any recently um well I do know um back in the day when I used to go like in 2003 2004 around that era um, it was a huge deal. Like we'd get dressed to the nines. I mean, beaded, sparkly rhinestone dresses, like without thousands of dollars, you know, and, and hair and makeup and the choker, the rhinestone choker. And you know, like, 
that now I don't really know, but I will see pictures. And I think it's a little bit more casual, which, you know, I, I feel kind of is the generation now that I, I don't think they're, I, I see they're, that they're, they're much more casual, casually dressed, you know, like yeah, I see that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like I'll see people at the grocery store in their pajamas, like, you know, like I, I was taught never leave your house with, without hair and makeup, you know? Well, yeah, like you go out, I was just at the T-Mobile store and this woman had her, um, she was probably around my age and she had her, um, her handbag, hair up in whatever it was yeah. and her sweats <laughs> and open toe flat sandals that were slippers probably. I'm like, I just went in there to pick something up. I'm like, no wonder you're alone on a Friday night, bitch. I'm <laughs> saying that to myself. <laughs> But, you know, it's just, it's so disgusting and it's just a different generation. I don't know where it gets better, like where there'll ever be that type of uh, hope for uh, rebooming back to glam and everything. Like women were at their height of looking really good, 60s, Polished. 70s, 80s, 90s, yes. early 2000s, you know? Now yeah, it's like, polished. oh, just, it's, yeah, exactly. Just take me the way I am. No. Yes, yes. I know what, but also I have to say, I love glamming up I'm very girly I love dressing up I love putting on makeup I love all that like that's fun to me and I'm not doing it because I'm so self so insecure or like I need acceptance I do it because I love it you know and and so on one hand I feel it's like oh that's a shame that you're going to the strip club working there with a bun in your hair and your flip-flops on or the grocery store or, but then I guess it's like, if you're that comfortable in your own skin, I guess more power to you, right? Yeah, I like getting dolled up and dressed up. I love up getting dolled up. It's yeah, fun, I like, I, it's like putting effort. I'm healthy, you know, like when I'm sick, then I, I don't want to put anything on. I want to chill out. But when I'm healthy, I'm it's like, I, I have fun. I, I just enjoy it. Now, how much time out of the day do you feel you actually uh not the word contribute but you actually have to put into the new ways of making money like online such as you have an only fans yeah. like yes. how do you feel like you take too much time is it like a way you organize it so you only spend x amount of hours before you go do things you know what i will have to say i am hooked on my phone 24 7 it's it's almost it's kind of uh embarrassing and annoying for other people to be conversing with me because I'm constantly like, oh yeah, talking and, and texting and doing all these things. And I feel bad, but I mean, it's kind of, um, that's social media that, I mean, I, I, we have all these, um, well, I'll speak for myself. I have all these platforms I'm on that I have to, you know, I get a DM from loyal fans. I get a DM from OnlyFans. I get a sex Panther, you know, and I got, and I want to like be there. And I enjoy it. And then you got to post, you know, you got to make sure you're relevant and present on social media. So it's like, you got to take care of that. So it's like, you're, I'm constantly on my phone doing something. So yes, I'm very engaged in my phone. <laughs> wow. That's why, okay. That's why I failed on OnlyFans. Like I have an OnlyFans, but it has um, just photos that I own the rights to on there. Yes. Like okay. and Beach. But I have to say, like, I couldn't do this. I'm like, you know, I can't, I can't. Yeah, I, it's, like, it's I want to go to the gym. I want to go to Pilates. I want to do this. I can't, I can't, guys. I, I ride motorcycles, so I can't, like, I just can't. I got to go. Like, it's my brain. That's hot. Biker check. 
But you know what? I I feel that I I've kind of like um my fans are so generous and kind that they understand I'm at the gym and I'll I may even say that or just I'll leave it I'll just leave my platforms alone for a little bit and they're cool with waiting you know because they're 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 there for us and so it's like if I have to go on a run or not a run but like wherever take a break or go to a movie or whatever and I, and I don't look at my phone which it's very hard to they they understand you know and and I don't know, that's why I, I do love like connecting. I'm, I'm addicted, I think, to connecting with them because it's like, they're so empathetic and sympathetic and understanding. It's just like, they're like my friends, you know? It's like, I, and I need that camaraderie at all times. I totally get it. I think yeah. it's cute. I know like, I, I know like a couple of people personally who are my only fans. One of them comes to all the wrestling shows. The other one I speak to now and again, he's in Florida. He knows who he is and he's going to be listening to this. He's Good. actually, he's cute too. Like I would probably, I'd probably meet him for a drink. Yeah. Yeah. That's, With it. The, that's okay. That's cool. Yeah, that's he'd, he'd, he'd be thrilled. Well, if he's nice, if he's nice, he can come with me to the infusion bar and get IV infusions with me, with vitamins. And that's, that's sweet. It. Yes. No drugging. Huh? No, 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 no. Yeah. That's good. That's, that's sweet. Yeah. See, and, and like, I, I love conversing and having a connection with all the fans. Yeah. That's a very good, that's a good way to, uh, to look at it. Cause I see all your photos and my favorite one obviously is the one in the cowboy hat and the days. I know you love that. That was at Nelson's Landing. Yeah. In Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, because I went out and bought cowboy boots like later that day. They're like black with white. They're really tall. And I yeah. started wearing them with Daisy Dukes. Now, when I go outside, I thought of you. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is Ava's outfit. Yes. Oh, God. We should do a photo shoot like that. <laughs> that I would do. Yeah. I, I, who's that girl? Annalie. She's in uh, Vegas. Oh, I, really get Anna. I love Annalie. We should do Anna. a photo shoot for sure because I would totally do content like that. That's cute. Oh, well, okay. Hit me up, That's girl. Sexy, see? <laughs> but what do you do when you actually have time to breathe and away from like, uh, you know, keeping busy and interacting with people? What do you do for yourself? Okay. So what do I do for myself? I, God, you know what? I'm like so, so hooked on my phone and answering all these platforms. It's hard. But, you know, I mean, like recently I've, I've been trying, I've been going to some movies. Um, I'm kind of enjoying that. I'll hang out with family, friends. Um, I love a good masturbation session <laughs> or a fuck session. Um, I love, you know, because I'm very sexual. I'm very aroused easily. I love that. But I'm, but I'm, I have more dimensions to me than just sexual, you know, that, than the sex side. So I do love, believe it or not, I, um, I, I'm in 12 step programs and I love uh, 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 participating there in them and, you know, enjoying the camaraderie there, the fellowship, the, the message, all that. So I, I have a full life. That's interesting that you're going to a 12 step because I had an ex that was in 12 step. And yeah. I'm still in Al-Anon, by the way. I wasn't in right. the other side of it. I was on the other side. Yes. People who affected. Unfortunately, like, very unfortunate. He's been gone from my life for, uh, like, three years now. Um, but I would go to the meetings, right? And there was one meeting we went to. And this girl, like, when we saw her, she's, like, eyeballing me. He and I looked at each other, ah. like, 
He's like, uh-huh, she knows. You guys, he, I said, I bet she was a stripper before because I could tell something was up. Yes. You know, there's a twinkle in your eye, right? Oh, yes. We, and, and we have that connection. Uh-huh. Like, and she's like, I, well, she was. It was really interesting. And it was this whole thing. Uh, and then all the guys were like, Gaga, it was so funny. And uh, the person before her who's introducing her, yeah, well, I saw her on Facebook and I saw some of the stuff she's saying and I thought it'd be real nice to have her here. I'm like, dude, don't lie. Just you wanted to fuck her. Okay, that's all. Yeah. yeah. It's so much easier than that, but you can't do that. Do people ever recognize you at your meetings? Um, well, I, I, they used to. I know, I, I know people would come up to me in the... Uh, many years ago, but now that I'm not going, I'm not touring or going to different cities, my home group is like really cool and they don't say anything. Like when, when I go, I say my real name, I don't just go by Ava. And uh, one, one gentleman was like, Ava. And I was like, oops, it, you know, but no, but it's okay. He's total gentleman. He's so sweet. He, but, but, you know, so sometimes it'll slip out or, but they they usually don't call me out on it because because it's an anonymous program. So and like all that doesn't matter, you know. Like like it even says so in the traditions. Like it doesn't matter, or, or in the format, the preamble. It doesn't matter what you do or who you are. It, we're all here for the common bond. So yeah, I learned one thing at Ellen on like the one one meeting yeah. I went to. Guys go on there to pick up on women, like. Yeah, I mean, like you're there, like the first day going, and obviously I give a totally different name. It's like I'm yeah. falling my eyeballs out because I had no one else to turn to because I couldn't tell anyone about the emotional abuse I was going through. I couldn't tell our friends. I couldn't tell my yeah. friends because yes. what would they say? Get rid of it. You yes. can't do that. You see? Yep. So, like going there to strangers you don't think you'll ever see again in your life. The guy's like, kind of came up to me after the meeting. So, Jasmine, I'm like, oh, suck my. Ass, yeah bitch. i know it's like my name's not jasmine it's angie okay yeah. so, well some are sicker than others that's what they say yeah some people are really sick and you know i'm oh I mean, uh, yeah i'm as sick as they got trust me but no, no exactly so so but some, some of them are sicker than we are <laughs> he should have been maybe at sex hey you know i bet the mm. easiest place to get laid is like at a sexaholics meeting like to wait oh, outside after that I'd, be a 13 stepper. I'd be a 13 stepper i'd be a 13 stepper i get that yeah no i would not do that so fans want to find you and engage with you and guys don't forget she's got things to do she wants to keep up appearances as well she's got to get her hair done got to get the nails done go shopping for makeup you know you can tr you can always contribute and send tips for that as well oh, Where we, do love they being spoiled. Yeah, we love being spoiled like send yeah. a gift card fashion yeah. nova perhaps something like that right anything what, yeah yeah anything where do they find you if they want to visit you okay well i'll i'll put up my full link it's theavadivine.com and and they can that has all my links my social medias my my only fans theavadivine.com so they can find if they click hit that link they'll find every everywhere everywhere i'm at and of course i will post it cuz guys love it when of i course. post it they see it they're like yeah but yes. this is great. So guys, don't forget, always support people like Ava Divine, who's been around for a long time. And yes. she has like given you guys pleasure in so many ways, more than one. Yeah. And it's a pleasant person to speak to. And she's very coherent. Yes, right. Intelligent. 
Did you yes. go to college for something? I, I swear you went no, to school. No, I didn't. Really? No, I went to the school of hard cocks. I mean, hard knocks. <laughs> yeah, nothing's wrong with that. And what's your ideal yeah. date? If you if someone asked you, where's the ideal date for you? Okay, the ideal date would be, I you know what? I'd have to make them drop their pants because I want to see what they're, what, what they're working with because I kind of am a size queen and I do enjoy a big dick. And I have to fuck before we got to dinner because I love to deep throw and I don't want to vomit my food. Well, so, hold on a second. What if it's McDonald's, the dinner? Well, no, I, you know, I don't eat sugar and flour, so we couldn't go there. <laughs> How about like Chick-fil-A? You know what? I could probably get down with some Chick-fil-A. I think they have the unbreaded uh, chicken pieces. I can get down. You know, you know, I mean, of course I want to, I like love fine dining, but if the dick's that good, then Chick-fil-A, it'll be. Proves my point about some guys with big dicks or that are really <laughs> handsome, <laughs> cheap, or uh, they could be a real dick face too. <laughs> <laughs> totally. <laughs> Any messages for your fans? Uh, no, I just want to say that I love you all. I love you, Jasmine. I told you I'm a huge fan of yours. I'm a huge fan of all our fans because I love and appreciate each and every one of you guys. And thank you for having me on your lovely show. And thank you everyone for being part of my life and all your love and support. Are you enjoying the ride on my crazy train? Woo! Please make sure to rate and review Crazy Train Podcast. Take a screenshot, send it to me in a DM via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook, and I will send you a free goodie bag. Oh, and Crazy Train Podcast is now on YouTube. So subscribe, Crazy Train Podcast, that's with a K, on YouTube for video interviews and never heard before interviews and some really cool bonus content. Woo!